Welcome to What's Up, Wellness from the Third Floor. This podcast is provided by the Wellness and Health Action Team, also known as WET, from Portland State University's Center for Student Health and Counseling, or SHAC. We're located in the Health Promotion Suite on the third floor of the University Center building on campus. Our purpose with this podcast is to discuss a variety of health-related topics in a way that will be accessible for a non-traditional campus. My name is Bella, and my pronouns are she, her, hers. My name is Josh, and my pronouns are they, them, theirs. And my name is Quinn. My pronouns are he, him, his. We're all members of the Wellness and Health Action Team, and we'll be your hosts for this podcast. Let's get into it. Today, we're going to have a conversation with Emily Nillette from Campus Rec. But before we get into that, I just wanted to add a note here about body positivity and the word obesity. I used the word obesity a few times in this interview, and it has come to my attention after recording the interview that many in the body positivity or health at every size movement are uncomfortable with the term and the depiction of it as an epidemic. I want to be very clear that there is an association with chronic disease risk, but there's no evidence of direct causation at this time. I want to apologize for using language that is not preferred by many that are doing the activism work in this community. This verbiage around obesity is what I have been educated on in all of my public health classes, except for one, and it is what is most often used in the field of health promotion. And I will also take this as an opportunity to say that if you ever feel that any of our content from what is not as inclusive as it could be, please let us know. We strive to promote promote wellness for all people, and inclusivity is an essential part of that mission. I also want to say that this episode is just a broad introduction to the topic of body positivity, and there are always going to be things that we don't have time to cover. We're going to be diving deeper with another episode about this in spring term, so look out for that. And then the last thing I want to add before the interview starts is that body positivity can also be about body neutrality. It is a stretch to think that you will love every single part of your body all the time, and sometimes it's okay just to be indifferent about your body, to appreciate what it does for you, but not necessarily need to like force yourself to love everything all the time. And that said, the goal can be to celebrate what you love and be neutral about the rest. Body positivity is going to mean something different to every person, and the meaning will probably evolve over time, both in society and for yourself. So now let's chat with Emily. All right. So today we have Emily from Campus Rec. Hi, Bella. Thank you for having me today. Um, Yeah, my name is Emily. I'm a junior here at Portland State. I'm studying applied health and fitness. It's my major with a minor in psychology. Um, I actually work at the rec center. I'm a group fitness instructor. This January will mark one year. And I'm also the group X student coordinator, along with being the Thrive X intern. So I'm really excited to be here talking about um, this today. Yeah. Welcome. Well, we're really happy to have you. And just a little bit of background on why we're doing this body positivity episode. And especially like for me, I am a public health major. And something that is really important to me is inclusivity within public health and being receptive to what people need and how they how they respond to public health campaigns or, you know, trying to get healthier. Um, And I think like I just spent a whole term learning about obesity and it's really interesting because there's different 
ways that you can talk about obesity as an epidemic, because it is an epidemic, but also to not shame people and alienate them and um, prevent them from getting healthier and feeling happy and like how they are. So I think that body positivity is a really important component of health promotion and public health in general. So I'm really happy to be talking about this with you today. Um, so we'll just get started talking about like, what is body positivity? Yeah, um, I you bring up an excellent point about not alienating people. First of all, being inclusive is really huge. And when we talk about body positivity, there's this... Um, there's this belief that uh, society has on what body image might be, you know, quote, what normal is mm -hmm. and um, how we should look or how we should feel. And body positivity is actually all about accepting yourself yeah. and loving the body you have and accepting whatever it is about you, even if it doesn't align with social norms. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And I think that I mean, bodies come in all shapes and sizes. Mm -hmm. And I think it's it's important to recognize like how we're socialized to form our perception of like what beauty is supposed to look like and what a healthy body looks like. And someone who's like larger might be healthier than someone who's maybe thinner. So it's important to realize that health and beauty are not necessarily like the same thing or like beauty standards don't have to align with what health actually is. And then trying to, like, get away from those beauty standards in general. Right. And you see it all the time in, like, advertisements, billboards, magazines, movies even. Absolutely. Lyrics in our music and even the language we use. Sometimes we don't think about what we're actually saying and how that mm -hmm. might impact someone around us. So I think that um, the difference in, like, health and beauty is, you know, everyone's beautiful. And we yeah. all have our own beauty and uh, very unique ways. And I think it's important to embrace the uniqueness of each one of us. And then in health, you can't just look at someone and tell whether or not they're healthy. You know, that's yeah, the definitely. Yeah. <laughs> so um, understanding your own health and how to tackle that and um, really listening to your own body and not listening to the projections of that society might push onto you or pressure you to feel. So. Yeah, definitely. And I think we're we're socialized by so many aspects of societies to to a point where, like you said, we don't even recognize sometimes when we're promoting that negativity or that framework that says like what a healthy or beautiful person is supposed to look like. And so it's like social media. Um, it's even our, our family growing up and like what you're supposed to eat and not necessarily and like eat healthy, but like a don't eat that or diet. And like the weight loss industry has a lot to do with it as well. Mm -hmm. um, because <laughs> The fact is, like, people out there profit off of your negative self-image. Mm -hmm. So that's something to recognize. And I think part of it is, like, examining the motivations for why we want to improve our health or, quote-unquote, health um, or, like, exercise. Because if it's a problem where you're seeing your Instagram feed and you're seeing, like, Photoshop pictures of people and that's what's making you want to work out, like it's important to examine that and understand like what are what's driving you to look a certain way yeah and you touched on a really important part about motivation and um 
there's different kinds of motivations and different things that can motivate you. Like there's intrinsic factors, which are internally and then Mm -hmm. extrinsic for external. And when you see something on like an Instagram feed, right. And you're looking at someone else and you're like, Oh my goodness, I, you know, X, Y, and Z maybe want to look like them Mm -hmm. or have that lifestyle. Um, We're not, It's not necessarily a driver of like, I want to do this to be healthy. It's like, I want to do this to look like that person or to fit into this box, you know? So it's, it's, it's important to understand like the, the impact that negative self-image has on, on our motivations to be quote unquote healthy. Um, Because if you're, you know, even like there is unhealthy workout practices and exercise and dieting that can be really, really detrimental to your health. And that's not, that's obviously like not promoting your health. It's just for reasons that are because of like fat shaming or, you know, you want to look a certain way. So, yeah. Um, So something that I struggle with for sure within the lens of public health is how do we promote health and how do we take care of ourselves and our bodies and our minds within the lens of body positivity? Yeah, that's a that's such a loaded question. It's a difficult question. I don't expect like a yeah. perfect answer. And I think that's the best part is for everyone, there's going to be like a different answer, right? Mm-hmm. And healthy is going to be different for each one of us. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that it's important to understand, you know, when we are trying to make those changes in our life that there are a lot of steps we have to do. Yeah. And the first one is, you know, like checking your perspective on it like what's your mindset about it and um kind of going back to what we were talking about earlier with if you're seeing something in the news feed and the mindset is you know you have this negative self-talk and this negative um self-image that leads to low self-esteem then um we're we're kind of going away from the the positive intention of what we're actually trying to change in ourselves, right so if we can Think about the perspective we have on uh, what healthy might look like for us and for all of us is going to be different, then that can help us take us to like the next step. And mm-hmm. that can be goal setting. And when we think about goals, they have to be like, you know, the SMART goals, the acronym, mm-hmm. right? They're specific, they're measurable, they're very achievable, they're relatable and timely. And you don't want to set yourself up for failure, right? You want to mm-hmm. have a goal that is something that meets all of those benchmarks um, to really be successful for that. And then also setting process goals and they're those like tiny goals that help you reach that main goal and um, staying on track of that and finding support and there's going to be support in your community or your friends and your family and all of these things combined together um, I think depending on the goal that you set and the perspective that you have can really help shape you know how you're going to be motivated and what kind of healthy behaviors you can have. Yeah definitely and I think part of it is like how do we how do we learn to love ourselves within our process of becoming healthier or our workout journey or whatever and like yeah it's a difficult question i don't have an answer and i'm sure you don't have an answer either but like just talking about how do we how do we learn to respect our body and love ourselves as we are in whatever process of the journey that we're in yeah i you know, outside of exercise or health or anything, I think that 
we all need to love ourselves for who we are, yeah. right? We're, yeah. um, I like to think about everyone having like this own little treasure chest inside of them. And it's, you know, our jobs to figure out what that is inside that makes them so different and mm-hmm. so unique. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if you can think about like, what makes you know yourself so unique and how can I love myself? The best part is, is there's only one of you. Right? Yeah. There's no yeah. one else in the entire world that is like you, you know, and whether that's image or maybe that's internally your personality. And to really think about that you're one of a kind and, you know, that you're awesome and you get to have you for the rest of your yeah. life, right? That's that's kind of how I like to think about self-love and everything that I do, all the decisions that I make. Um are because I love myself. And Mm -hmm. if you're thinking about your health and maybe that's through exercise or diet, or maybe it's through like even the music you listen to, right? This, um, self-care piece of it. Absolutely. Um, I think the fact that you start on a pathway to start considering all these things is a sign of love. Mm -hmm. And it's a sign that you, you know, do love yourself. And it's important to recognize that when you make the effort, any effort, it's like the first step to loving Mm -hmm. yourself. Yeah, definitely. And I think the self-love piece can be one of the positive motivations. Mm -hmm. Like we talked about just now, the, the negative motivations, but having those positive affirmations for yourself and realizing why you want to do it out of a self-love piece, or maybe it's like, I want to, I want to live a long, healthy life so that I can achieve all my goals or so I can be around for my grandkids or whatever it is. Because I think like a health journey and a fitness journey and a, like a diet journey or whatever can be really challenging. It's really difficult and it's really, really hard to lose weight if that's something that you're interested in. Um, so I think the motivation factor is really important for understanding like why you're doing what you're doing and going back to that when it gets hard, you know? Mm-hmm. And the the journey is where it's at. I know a lot of us might have like this end goal or like, I yeah. want to be here. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really important to just like be in that moment. And even when it sucks and yeah. even when you don't want to, you know, take care of yourself or, you know, maybe it's, I wanted to go to the gym today and I couldn't, or mm-hmm. I didn't feel like it to not get down on yourself and to actually recognize how you're feeling and then being okay with, you know, some days, we're, some days are going to be different. Some yeah. days you're going to get to the gym and, you know, I, I instruct classes, right. And mm-hmm. you can have a participant come into a class and one day just kill it. And they're like really feeling the workout and, you know, they're feeling really hyped. And then the next day they can come back in and totally opposite. Right. Yeah. And that's not a reflection of, you know, whether or not they're being successful or they're mm-hmm. failing at their end goal. It's yeah. just a matter of the process and to like the fact that they keep coming back and mm-hmm. um, recognize that the person next to them in the class isn't going to be the same. Yeah, exactly. It's huge. And it's, yeah, it's the journey is not linear. It's not like I'm going to keep climbing these steps until, until I reach this goal of what I want my body to look like. But it's it's it has setbacks and there it's it bumps around and it's a lifelong journey too. It's not just like I reach this goal and then I'm healthy and I don't have to keep it up, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think a, a huge part of the body positivity movement is is the loving yourself where you're at, and that's mm-hmm. part of that is like you know having the self discipline to to do all the things you want to do to be healthy, but also to love yourself and accept yourself and forgive yourself when you don't reach that goal in that day or you didn't make it to the gym. And, like, forgiveness is a huge part of 
body positivity and an important part that I think in health promotion and in like the public health world, we kind of forget about sometimes Mm -hmm. and like loving people and meeting people where they're at. So really important. So talking about like how, how our bodies are shaped and how they're formed and socialization, can we talk a little bit about like how, how your body is, is created by genetics and environment. So like there's the social determinants of health, something we talk about in public health is things that are outside of your control, like your zip code or your race or things that you grow up with um, that determine how your body is, determine your physiology. So how can we like knowing that like promote promote our health and take care of our bodies knowing that there's some things that are out of our control. Well, I think the first step is accepting that there are things out of our control, right? Mm -hmm. Um, If you think about my favorite example I've, I've heard people tell me is, you know, how come I, when I go to the gym and I work out for, you know, months on end Mm -hmm. and I have my friend who goes to the gym, right. And they are there for like, less time than I am and yeah. they get these different results and same thing with like if I eat food how come I'm you know gaining or taking in all these calories mm-hmm. and like my friend's not mm-hmm. and um there's just there's nothing you can do about other people yeah. and yeah the thing you can do with yourself is not want to change what you can't change right yeah. recognize what's in your power to change and recognizing that you know you're born into a community that already has you know, depending which community it is, they already have like these set, you know, body images or like this belief on what health might be. And a lot of the time you don't have control over that. Mm -hmm. But what you can start with is just internal reflection. Yeah. And really thinking about is, is that healthy for me? Right. Yeah. And I think that a lot of people, a lot of people will um, get really down on themselves when there's something that they feel like it's like they can't, they don't have any control over, mm-hmm. and that's different than like learned helplessness. You know, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not like you're there's like nothing I can do, but they almost feel like they're stuck. Yeah. And I think that it's important to also find support systems where you're at. Um, whether that's within the community or your friends or your family and really reaching out to each other for support and um, helping each other out, whether that's just listening to something that you're struggling with or um, seeking advice from from other people. Yeah, definitely. And I think part of the, like, recognizing things that are out of your control, like, whether it's how tall you are or, like, right. your the color of your skin – or, you know, your body shape, your metabolism, things that are out of your control, you can either choose to love yourself as you are or hate yourself or, and have the negative self-talk. So why not choose loving yourself? Exactly. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a, I think it's a really good thing to start recognizing, like, you know, I love, I love myself for the height that I am, or I love myself for the bone structure I have yeah, or for yeah. the, the history in my family and, um, really taking pride in who you are. Yeah, definitely. Um, can we talk a little bit about some small things we can do every day to take care of our bodies? Because like for me, 
the the notion of like going to the gym for an hour every day is really scary and also not doable for me. Mm-hmm. So what are just like small changes that we can make for our fitness, our physical fitness, and also like our mental well-being as well? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I would say that in order for our physical health to be well, our mental health has to be well. Mm-hmm. And it starts with your mindset. Um, I think the smallest things we can do on a daily basis is being mindful. Yeah. And this can look, there's so many different mindful practices out there, whether that's making a gratitude list in the morning Mm -hmm. when you wake up, Mm -hmm. um, feeling thankful for the things or the people around you. Um, it could be, I think like thinking your body is part of body positivity as well. Like Mm -hmm. thinking, thinking your legs for walking around if you're able to like thinking your heart, thinking Every part of your body that's, you, you know, you might not think about and they, we, you might take for granted, but it's important to love the things that help us do what we can do every day. Absolutely. Know? So I would say it starts with that first, mm-hmm. like have that mindset and just be mindful for yourself. That's something that you can do outside of a gym. Yeah. yeah. Um, and maybe going to the gym isn't for, isn't for everybody. Right. And mm-hmm. you, that goes back to the goals. Like what's something that is going to be achievable for you. And um, maybe that's not going to the gym, but maybe it's something as like getting up one, you know, every hour for a minute and, mm-hmm. you know, doing something or, um, being outside for a little bit if you can and like yeah. really feeling the sun on your skin and like these small things that I feel like we forget about on a daily basis mm-hmm. and to just be in like the present moment and I think that when your mood can change and your mood starts feeling more positive and you have this like positive affirmation about yourself and um, I think that can travel a long way and it'll start to unfold in behaviors that we have. Yeah definitely that's super helpful so like even just stretching or walking a little bit more maybe taking like the long way home if you're walking and enjoy the sun enjoy like the scenery around you and just like being having that gratitude piece is really important too um and it's a good motivator as well and helps you love yourself definitely um so can you talk a little bit about um what campus rec is doing around fitness obviously they do a lot around fitness but like um alternatives to just like using the exercise bikes and stuff like that and maybe mention the thrive x piece that you were talking about absolutely i'm really excited about that too mm-hmm. um one thing i love about campus rec are the values that they have mm-hmm. and some of my values that i share is inclusiveness and community yeah and i feel like campus rec is a very inclusive environment and um they're always finding events that reach out to different kinds of communities mm-hmm. um, within our own PSU community, right? Mm-hmm. Whether that's wheelchair basketball or um, people of color climbing night or, you know, women's only strength or women on weights. And so I feel like they're that's in the physical aspect, right? And mm-hmm. on the mental aspect, um, one of the things I'm really excited about is the ThriveX coming up yeah. in winter term where that is all about holistic health and it's about stress reduction and um, just your your mental well-being. And, um, you know, that's also for students to come in. And I think we're doing weekly sessions where we have um, each session is going to be different and it's supposed to 
promote your mental health and your mental well-being. Mm-hmm. Last year, I know they did some meditation, they did mm-hmm. some uh, sound therapy, and a couple and like a couple other things. And so this year, we're we're actually in the stage of planning different events for our members that we think are going to be most beneficial mm-hmm. for them. And I also think that the the language that Campus Rec uses mm-hmm. is really important, mm-hmm. right? Um, I know all of the like group fitness instructors, all my peers are always using like body positivity language and mm-hmm. focusing on how we feel and less on how we look. Yes. And we go through specific trainings even um, to make sure that when we're in a class where, you know, providing options for all levels and so anyone Mm -hmm. can come in and feel included and um, just really being personable with each other and trying to build that support system and community when things we know are going to be really hard Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes the hardest part is making time for something and the fact that you got to class or maybe you made it to a mindful event or something like you made the time for yourself more importantly Mm -hmm. Um, yeah definitely I've I've been to a few group X classes and I will echo that those are the experiences I've had with the instructors. They are super welcoming of all levels and abilities and make you feel like you can you can meet them where they're at, where you're at. So you don't have to like do the extreme yoga pose if if you're not able to that day and maybe you're able to another day. Mm-hmm. Um, and they're they're very like they show that piece of thanking you for coming and thanking yourself for coming and yeah I definitely have appreciated all of the experiences I've had at Campus Rec and I know other people have as well Mm -hmm. so yeah is there anything else you'd like to add about either Campus Rec or fitting fitness into your life or body positivity honestly you know if there's one thing I could leave with people is to just really love yourself Mm -hmm. where you're at right now yeah and that can also be a journey Mm -hmm. and to take the first step will be huge yeah and I don't think anyone has ever regretted loving themselves yeah exactly yeah there's no harm that can come from loving yourself only good so why not do it right yeah thank you so much for coming Emily thank you Bella for having me here yay Every week, we will be taking your questions about our topic at The Hut or on our Instagram. Here are the, some of the questions that PSU students asked about body positivity. So we actually got a few really good questions about this. Um, so we're just going to try to answer a few of them. And then in a later episode about body positivity, we'll try to answer the rest. Um, but the first one is, what is body positivity? And is there a right or wrong way to do it or subscribe to it? And we definitely covered it in the episode, but just to summarize, it's about appreciating what your body does for you and kind of letting go of the judgments that we have about size or appearance. And body positivity is going to mean different things for different people. And your relationship with your body is bound to change from day to day, moment to moment. So there's absolutely no right way to be body positive. And like I said earlier, Body neutrality can also be part of body positivity and just um, thanking your body for what it does and not necessarily thinking too much about it and not um, spending too much time thinking about the negatives. And then another really good question that we got was, what is the difference between body positivity and fat liberation? And there's definitely a lot here, and so there's no way I'm going to be able to cover it all, but in general, um, body positivity is kind of more 
a broad celebration of different types of bodies, and that can include size, um, body hair, skin color, stuff like that. And it can also be about liberation of trans bodies, people with disabilities, and other groups of people who have historically not been seen as valuable or desirable by society because of their appearance. And then fat liberation is a little bit more specific to the community of people in larger bodies. And it includes activism work around the everyday challenges that people in larger bodies face, such as job discrimination, challenges with seating on transportation, harassment, um, especially when eating in public. And that harassment can be verbal, um, physical, emotional, all the all the forms of harassment. And this can be daily for people. So that's why the activism work is really so important. Um, and I also want to say that the body positivity movement kind of um, came from the fat liberation movement and that body, body positivity is more inclusive of um, size and different types of appearance, but at its core, it really is about fat liberation and um, that's what it was founded on. So it's important to recognize the people that um, have created this movement and who this movement is for um, and not necessarily um, losing sight of that and definitely being grateful and appreciating the work that's been done since the beginning. I also want to say um, before we sign off that I'm going to be leaving some um, people that you can follow if you're interested in learning more about the body positivity or health at every size movement. Um, I'll be leaving a list in the description of this episode um, of some people that you can check out if you're interested in learning more. Thank you all for joining us and take care of yourselves today. We'll catch you next week on Wednesday with our next episode. For Winter 2020, The Hut will be out on campus on Wednesdays from 11 to 1 and Thursdays from 10 to 12. Follow us on Instagram at PSU underscore what to find out where we'll be and, and to get more wellness content from us. The link to the Instagram and our website is in the description of this episode. Thank you all for listening and take care of yourself today.